it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All I know is last night I would have played for the tie and gone into overtime. I agree with you. I uh, think I would have, especially if that's the best play I could come up with. Oh, my uh, God. A one receiver route to a tight end who was double coverage, but what the hell, throw the ball to him anyway, right? Right, right. I told uh, Joe earlier today, Pat, I really think analytics is going to ruin sports as yes, we know it. Yes. Is that a play, a result al- of analytics? Yes. It's already ruined uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. You have the Packers rattled. Mm-hmm. You have all of a sudden they just kicked away a two touchdown lead in five minutes. You have against, all the momentum, and uh, you uh, you know they they you got them rattled. You got a chance to go to overtime. You outsmarted yourself. Oh, by the way, go to overtime with one of the best kickers in the history of football, yes, right. Justin true. Tucker. Yeah, and meanwhile, Mason Crosby's had the lefts going this right. year in big situations. So yeah, well, it didn't make any sense, but. I don't think strategically Harbaugh is a genius. John well, what Harbaugh. analytic would come up with going for it? Well, look at that. We were talking about this on Friday with the Chargers buffoon head coach. He yeah. went for it five times <laughs> yeah. in a row. But, but that's this is that's more the fourth philosophy. And go for it, fourth and two or something philosophy. But this is this is just a gut. What is going on here? I think it's your, your phone's phone. going off there, Patrick. Well, I don't want my phone. I have an important message about aluminum siding. It Please is. hold. It says potential spam. Yeah, you get rid of those. <laughs> I bet it's Sir, something about your car warranty. Hey, you old son of a gun. If you don't send us 2000 right now, we're going to take away your Social Security. Uh, press this button if you Never want. Never got that one. Yeah, haven't you gotten that one? That one got Grandma before we had to put her in the home. Is oh. that right? Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, I think it was uh, stupid of because uh, you you got uh, you got the Packers rattled, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. But our dreams of chasing them down in the uh, NFC North have now disappeared. They, Did we, we still we have belief in that? We can't catch them. <laughs> There's still a playoff opportunity. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Right. We for haven't the given up hope, but yeah. we're not. Oh yeah, we but. can't overtake them or tie them for the division no, championship. Right. If they maximum, lose to the Bears tonight, is it over? It's over yeah. if they Our lose maximum, to the Bears. Their maximum is ten, and the uh, Packers are now at eleven. But the Packers now can be the number one seed in the NFL slash COVID uh, division. I, I see the NFL though. In order to get the plays. Uh, uh, the games played has re. Have you seen that they've changed their philosophy? No. They, they've changed their um, yes. Their requirements. If you are vaccinated, right? Uh, if you are vaccinated and not, you don't have to be tested. If you are vaccinated 
and you're not feeling sick. So it's you to come in and you got to come in and tell them that there's something wrong with you. So basically, their new philosophy in order to get their games played is, if you're not on a ventilator, we're going to let you Come play. Come on in, go, fellas. Go get them. If you're, I, not, if you're not in the hospital and life-saving techniques are being uh, used on you, go ahead and play because we want to play these games. I don't, yeah, we don't have any wiggle room. But we. Uh, the NFL doesn't have any wiggle room to postpone. No. Like Hockey's got some time right now. But yeah, the but NFL does not. The There's a game starting at four today. Cleveland and who? Vegas? The Raiders, yes. And uh, Kevin Stefanski, the coach for the Browns, is out of the game now, I think for the second time. Mm-hmm. A young, healthy, fully vaccinated guy. You know, we were laughing about this Omicron, but it's uh, it's it's tricky, man. It's, it's there was a great, I don't know which reporter sent this out, but it was an update on all the league's new protocols. And it said, if you are vaccinated... Or if you're Tom Brady, or if you're Aaron Rodgers, or if you're... (laughs) I would have, Joe, I would have liked to had somebody tip me off last night that Tom Brady was going to get shut out and uh, bet whatever the odds would have been that on a proposition bet. He hadn't been shut out since 2006. Right. And only once, right? I think that was his third career. He behaved poorly, too. Yeah. Yes. He's he not a good loser. He didn't take it well. No. He did not. No, he wasn't out there embracing the Saints. No, like, Kirk, Kirk. Kirk would have been Kirk out there laughing it, it up with the fellas. Yeah. Kirk cannot avoid getting 35 points tonight, though, since the. Well, that the, means the Bears are going to win. The Bears Don't have you. none of their defensive Why do backs. You do this, Patrick? Their entire secondary is not playing. Hey, hey. Eddie Jackson's one of their best players. He's not playing. Hey, if you want to go ahead and crown them, then crown their ass, crown okay? Her. I am crowning <laughs> their ass right now. <laughs> I am crowning They are who they ass. thought we were. Yeah. The Bears are who we thought they were. God, I love that. The uh, This. Okay, you mentioned hockey. Joe. No, I didn't. The NHL. Rookie. No, all right. It's out there. The NHL (laughs) cannot seriously put 22 of their best players on a plane and go to China. Oh, I agree. In the middle of this crap. I agree. You may never see them again. Right, right. Supposedly, if you test positive while you're over there, you got to stay for three weeks before you fly home. I wouldn't go. Right. How are the league Nobody owners going to be go. okay with this? I can't I believe they are. It's idiotic. It's idiotic. I, I got to think they're going to bail here in the next couple of days, aren't they? They can't play their games here. Right. You're going to go to China? But do you think, I, I even have a bigger conspiracy, for the outdoor game, do you think they're kind of having the wild players play low and just because that game, they can't cancel no. that game? Somebody told me today. They play low. Or, or, or lay low where they're postponing these games mm. against oh. uh, the Hurricanes or whoever. Somebody told me everybody working at Target Field to prepare for this game has been put in a bubble. Really? They want to make sure this. So if I'm a worker. You're in a, what do you mean a bubble? I'm, you just like, you can, You go to the hotel. Oh. You go to the stadium. You wear your mask. You do the whole thing. And then you go to the hotel and Call the wife and kids on Christmas Day and say, uh, hey, did you have a good time here Jeez. today? You are Go kidding on me. The Zoom but meeting. how would you do in the bubble? Let me, give me a, run, a quick run through. <laughs> I think I'd be a bad bubble. You'd, be a bad bubble. You'd bust the bubble. You'd bust <laughs> out of the bubble. That's what I was told. That maybe now, maybe not just the grounds crew or something, but uh, but any of the... Oh, so you're talking about the concession workers uh, and no, things no, like no, that. No, 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 no. The whole staff that's working to prepare the stadium. Oh, okay. Wow. For I got a dumb question about that. Okay. 
what piece of equipment is used to create a rink? In other words, uh, they're not going to excavate <laughs> target fields. Water. Are they just going to use water? Freeze a rink? Yeah, it's already built. It's already been constructed. But there's got to be artificial ice. Yes. Yeah, well, they do put pipes in and stuff, but they're, they're putting... You mean the refrigerant? There's, yes. There's already plans for a new sod for next year. They're going to they're gonna put in new sod after this is over because uh, they know it's going to tear it up that bad. Because not only do you have, you know, the rink, you got the big trucks with the cameras and the whole thing. If you're going to that a hockey game... To think you're actually going to see something, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah, you know, if you're going there to drink, you're going there as an event. If you're going there right. to drink, to and say, you, say you were at the event, and boy, was it! A, and you're going, you know, you're. They're not going to come home and say, "Boy, that stunk." But uh, you know, hell, half the seats there's some big truck with a camera. Is in this front January first? <laughs> Is that the game? Yes, that's Saturday. January first. January coming. A week from Saturday. A week from Saturday, we take on the blue. Yeah. I went to the outdoor game at uh, TCF Bank Field yeah. with uh, some guys and, and our kids. And it, you were not close to the action, Pat. You're right. Uh, yeah. It was it was an event to say I was there and freeze your butt off and have some snowshoe grog or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was that was basically it. What? Well, as I've said many times, too, the other irony is there's not a kid in the NHL who's probably ever skated outdoors. <laughs> True. Maybe a couple of those uh, northern Minnesota guys might have been there once in a while, but you're right. It's not uh, – it, it's, there, isn't, there isn't a whole lot of it going on. That's, that's you're a sure. superstar kid. You ain't going to some outdoor rink and shovel it. Mm-hmm. You're going to an indoor sheet. Right. If you're any good anyway, your right. parents are – Right. Uh, but uh, I – I I have zero interest in going and watching it, but uh, I I don't know. I guess tickets are in demand. I Declan down the hall said to me he got his two tickets. He's very excited. Hmm. So, I suppose it's too early. To get I want a different test. opponent. I want a different. You don't opponent. want to clash with a divisional uh, rival. Yeah, we get to see those guys all the time. Give me a different opponent. You opponent. want Pittsburgh in town? I want Joe. I want the Canadians. I, I want, want the Lahabatons. Okay. Make it an event. The or Maple how about the Winnipegs to come down here and see all the drunken uh, fans come to yeah, that they're game? They're not very good this year. Though. True, but wouldn't they know. still travel for a for Montreal? A... Isn't very good either. Uh, by the I way, I think the wild game at Montreal will probably be canceled too because the Canadians no cross border games. The Canadians don't want mm. us coming across the border. Right. I have a little bit of info for you, Joe, on that. The 2022 Discover NHL Winter Classic moved another step closer with the arrival of the ice plant at Target Field. Oh, there's my answer. The 53-foot trailer, the world's largest mobile refrigeration unit, houses the state-of-the-art ice-making and ice-monitoring equipment so being used. So that's sitting on the field, too, right? The refrigeration yeah. use it, yeah, unit houses every component needed to run a sheet of ice at an NHL rink with the unit in place. Crews are working to secure... The decking before installing the piping for the field, followed by filling the system and circulating it beginning December 20th to create ice and form a rink. That'd be today. That's today, Brad. So how did the Twins uh, pry this away from TCF Bank Stadium? Yeah, because I wondered that. Why time, would they want the, to? The Ferks now, right. they, they want they it. They're going to wreck their field. Yeah, but they well, want like it Well, like you said, for, they'll get new sod. And... They want it for uh, concessions okay, and all well, that how good long, stuff. What does it take to grow sod? Do you, 
it could be snowing in April here. Yeah, she could be a little. Um, you I think know. they got you a know system. What, though? I think they got a system. They got Joe. They got heat underneath. <clears throat> yeah. That's right. They got heat. They got a drainage system and they got heat. State of the art drainage you know, system. You know how the ice bowl occurred, don't you? No. Remember the Packers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Vince came up with the coils. Yep. One of the first guys to have the coils. Yep. And Vince was extremely proud of the coils. And they took the tarp off, and the, the, the coils had worked so well that the field was mushy. It was wet, yeah. It was mushy, mm. the coils. And they turned that off, and it was, oh, they flipped hard. it over, and it was oh. 15 below zero. And in about 20 minutes, they were skating on ice. They could have played the Winter Classic right. on that. Vince was going, what the hell happened here, <laughs> This man? didn't work out. The ice bowl, yeah. Remember that's the how picture? That Ostensibly a Vince. In the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel after the Packers won the 97 Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where somebody oh, swore they could see oh, Vince. Oh, yeah, yeah. I it was the uncanny. Coat. It yes. was uncanny. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was Vince. I agree. Oh, I yeah. agree with somebody, you. Uh, somebody might have dressed up like Vince. Well, it was, it was uh, uh, who's the guy we saw in Cooperstown? Babe Ruth. The guy was a spitting image of Babe Ruth. We thought we saw Babe Ruth. He was, he was, mm-hmm. he looked, he yeah. looked, you know, he had the nose, yeah. he had everything. Mm-hmm. And he had the Babe Ruth he's jersey. A, he, I think he's there every year. <clears throat> probably he making money. He's probably collecting money. Too old now, but. Uh, Wasn't that a great joke, though, where, uh, what is it, the guy goes to heaven and you're watching football and, and the, 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 the joke, uh, Pat, you could probably tell this joke better, but the, the, uh, the line is, Who's that down there? That's God. He thinks he's Vince Lombardi, (laughs) where he's dressed like a trench coat. You know what Vince said when he was having a stomach problem? Hmm. Uh, Nobody's ever sticking anything up my rear end. How'd that work out for you, Vince? What, did he die of colon cancer? Colon cancer, Yeah. Well, Vince, they, you know, they got that down to a science. Even back in then, they did. Even then, it, it beats the option, Vince. I think so. It beats the option. So, Vince, did I think he finish his 60s. coaching career at Green Bay? No, he Washington. Went to Washington. Washington. Yeah, yep. he, he quit Green Bay because he saw they were getting old, and he gave a job to Paul and became the president of the team. And and then. Uh, I think only a year later he took the Redskins job, and he only lasted a couple of years there. I think he died in 71, maybe. A devout Packer fan died and just arrived in heaven. That's where all Packer fans go, you know. He was talking to an angel trying to get the lowdown on what heaven was going to be like. He asked the angel if there were any former Packers in heaven. Angel replied, sure, all the greats are here. He then asked the angel if they played football, and the angel replied that in heaven, every day is Packer Sunday, and the Pack always wins. Being very excited, the fan asked if Vince Lombardi was there, and he asked, as he asked, he saw a man with dark rim glasses, heavy overcoat, and a cap that looked strangely like the one Vince Lombardi wore in the ice pool. When asked excitedly if that was him, if that was Vincent T. Lombardi, the angel replied, no, that's just God. He just thinks he's Vince Lombardi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. Hey, speaking of football. Here's the deal about those Packer fans who are just the most loyal in the world and, uh, you know, you gotta be, you gotta <laughs> register for 15 years to get tickets. Yeah. They were 20 years over there. They were grabbing little kids off their bicycles and saying, "You want to go to a game?" For <laughs> you know, Brett. Nobody's done more for a franchise than Brett Favre did by uh, for the Green Bay Packers. Start winning. Didn't yeah. they get a little popular though under uh, what was his name, Mikowski? One what? year, the Magic Man. Didn't they? One year. They, they were back because I remember. I remember going to a game that he started, and there were a ton of Packer fans at that game. 
in 91 or 92 whenever mm, whenever yeah. whenever he was the starter yeah no i think 89 i think maybe. as was good as rogers is i always think he has a dazed look in his eyes he appears yeah. dazed i don't know if dazed is the right okay word, well there help is, me there's, there's a, a word there's a look there, there is there's a, a look almost like indifference <laughs> maybe know, that's uh, it you know it's like this yeah, is too easy yeah <laughs> but uh uh, it's it's an incredible situation. What are they going to do? Are they, honest to God, going to trade him in the offseason? Are they that stupid? Well, probably not. I mean, what's his excuse for wanting to leave now if they end up going to the Super Bowl? They're going to have to. He seems like he could be that petty, though. Oh, he could, but I don't know what he'd be petty about. But when considering that when all the chaos was taking place all summer— and we were cackling because, A, the Packers weren't that great, and, B, they weren't going to have their quarterback. And even if he comes back, he's not going to play. He's not, you know, right, he's going right. to be, uh, you know, May I, uh, uninvolved. And now they're uh, going to end up uh, being the home team. For may the I NFC, change the subject NFC wildly? Playoffs. Yes. Whoa. There's not a private country club in America, private, that Charlie— Woods couldn't walk on to at the age of 12 and not be that club's champion. He's that good? Did He's you good. see that Twitter video of him it. playing? I don't, watch, I don't watch silly seasons. Pat, stuff. Pat, this was, this was riveting. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Guess who won the thing? John Daly in John Daly number two. How's John looking? Here, I'll show you because it's dreadful. Is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's got this long white beard that and the cameras couldn't help themselves. They always caught him having a heater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's and how's the weight? Oh, it's terrible. He's, he's got just it. a great big gut on him. But he and, the, he and his so his kids can play. Kid him. plays for Arkansas. His kid's a really intense competitive player. Really? You know, actually looks at a putt as opposed to his father. And uh, <laughs> but Charlie Charlie Woods, the, my brother was telling me an interesting observation. There must be one real good lesson that Tiger taught his kid: act like you've been here before. Mm-hmm. The kid didn't go nuts when he sank a good shot. Every mannerism was his dad's. He'd really? he'd sink a twenty foot putt and he'd go like this. He's uh, he's got the nice swing. Oh my word! His old man wishes he still had the swing that the kid has. They, I mean, even before he got hurt this time. In the scramble, they often used Charlie's ball. Because mm-hmm. well, he got to tee off about 49 yards ahead or something. Yeah, but Tiger's swing was better when he was 20 than it was when he was 40, in oh, of my course. opinion. Because he didn't get all tightened up. Now he might have hit it a little further. How old is his kid? 12. 12. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just a... Cute little kid. I was seeing some pretty impressive shots on Twitter well, over the swing weekend. Is, his swing is what his dad's was they, at 20. Yeah, there were some people that were doing side-by-sides of young mm. Tiger and mm. Charlie. It's amazing. It, it, it really was. I know every course I know he'd walk on. He'd be the club <laughs> Well, I even showed I showed my wife one yesterday. I said, look at this. She said, yeah, it's Tiger. Go, That's his kid. Yeah. And she said, what? How did Tiger, <laughs> considering his other proclivities, mm-hmm. How did he have time? I wondered the same damn thing. Remember, he had a time? structure in every house that was on the road was the same. And I'll bet you he didn't bang pots and pans over the kid's head like his old like man did old to man him. Did. No, none of that. You know what a good coach once said? The best ability is availability. So mm-hmm. that's what Tiger probably learned. He looks like Kenny. 
Kenny. He looks like Kenny. What an assessment. That's an assessment. That could be Kenny and Kenny Jr. playing golf. I don't have one of him smoking, but they did. You're right, Joe. They caught about five of them having a heater. My greatest photo I've ever seen before a golf tournament in my life was at I was in Tulsa. Yep. Southern Hills. For the U.S. Open. And John was staying, no, not the U.S. Open, the PGA. A PGA. PGA. John was staying at the casino. And to get ready for the tournament, he would play nine holes on a cart at the casino. <laughs> and, they, and it was 100 degrees oh down there, as it always is. And there was John in all his glory, <laughs> no shirt on, right. pair of shorts, pair of sneakers, Sitting in the cart, just flowing over the cart in oh. all his assness, and, <laughs> and and having a heater. And after the first day, he was like in contention. So we all that picture, but the picture you don't was have time. Un- the photo was on. You gotta go. Rook's going to be a TV star. Okay. Twin Cities Live today. Three oh, to four. I Good heard luck. great trivia though about what? daily. What? Uh, Nick Price and his kid were also in this event mm-hmm. yesterday. And I think Daly won the PGA at Crooked Stick in 1991. Was it that long ago? Indianapolis, right? Okay, I thought it was 90. He was the ninth alternative to get in. Yes. Wow. After Nick Price really? had to withdraw because the birth of the kid he was playing with oh, in this really? tournament was a, a troubled birth, a well, premature, and what have you. Daly wow. had to drive from yep. Pennsylvania or some mm-hmm. damn place to get there for his tea time. They didn't let him know till Wednesday afternoon or something. And he, he never had a practice round at Crooked Stick or anything. He just showed up and walked into first tee and won the tournament. Wow. Uh, but... Uh, all never, of his assness—that's a new one. I like that. His assness. He never made. He never made the most of his talents, though. That's Let's a fair assessment. Some, yeah, that's a fair. He's selling his stuff out of the. He had some things, things that blocked his uh, blocked his progress. The other thing, we're at congressional. I've told this story obviously before. I'm following him on Friday, I believe, and uh, the ninth hole. You go all the way across the course to the in front of the clubhouse to the tenth tee, and it's up a up a little rise, down a little rise. There's a path the players take up to the clubhouse, in front of the clubhouse. Everybody else takes the you know the the other the lower path. We get down there, so we haul over to the neck to the tenth tee after John and uh, John. I think he's playing with Layman. Okay. Uh, Anyway, what I want to say is, we get to the tee box. There's three caddies and two golfers. (laughs) John took a left and headed for the parking lot. (laughs) Uh, Nick Price ended up withdrawing due to the impending birth of his first child, and Daly would be taking his place as the ninth alternate. He drove straight from Memphis. Memphis. Okay. And. he had uh, the saving grace was Price had an afternoon tea time Thursday, okay. which allowed Lot daily to time get to get there. Okay. And to top things off, Price's caddy Jeff Medlin was already at Crooked Stick and willing to pick up the loop for the weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. How's that? You're you're caddying for Nick Price, mm-hmm. uh, figuring you got a chance to 
you know, get 10% of the big pot, and you get 10% of the big pot caddying for this guy nobody ever heard of. Mm -hmm. That is, a, it was an amazing How story. How did he win the British Open? Oh, the talent was always there. Yeah, get just, the great hands. What was it, about six, seven years later? Let me try 98, that. maybe. Was it 98? I'm trying to find the tweet of him because I, super, I think it was Super 70 Sports had a photo of uh, Daly with the with the uh, lung dart hanging from his uh, lip, okay. and it said, "Isn't freedom a sweet, sweet b word?" <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. just spectacular. Oh, he used to in the in the uh, you'd see in the caddy's cart like three packs. Oh There'd yeah, be, they'd be you know they in the cart. Marlboro see, red yeah, too, yeah, you know. The... Is. Yeah, right. <laughs> you'd see the packs there. What a beauty! Oh man, they, he never really, he never really met a girl he didn't marry either. <laughs> he met, I don't know who this kid's mom was. Married like four times. He won the British Open in '95 in a playoff with oh, Italian Constantino Rocco Rocco yeah. at St Andrews. Yep. Really? Yeah, he that that came out of nowhere too. Another but, trivia: He's the only eligible two-time major winner never selected to play in a Ryder Cup. Really? Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? Is '95 also the second uh, Masters for Ben? Uh, that I was can, a year. I can tell of, you. If I can that's, if up, that's true, that was a year of unusual Grand Slam winners. Is it '95? Let me find it for you. That would be uh, Ben Crenshaw, uh -huh. Masters. 96 was when, uh, was it 96 when Nick, uh, when? Uh, Nick Faldo won it in 96. 90, ben Crenshaw 90. did win it in 95. How's that for a memory? That's pretty good. And, uh, yes, and I was going to say 96, Norman uh, choked it up and Nick beat beat Norman in 96. And then uh, 96. One of the greatest events I've and ever And then Ben covered. won it again in 2015. Remember that? No. Yeah. Not Crenshaw. Yeah. No, no 2015 was Jordan Spieth. Jordan, 20, Ben won it in 95 was his second Oh, it's his final time. round in 2015. His second time. 84 yeah. is yeah. his yeah. first yeah. Yeah. But when yeah. he yeah. won it in 84, he was a good player. Yeah. When he won it in 95, he won it because Harvey Pienica died. Right. <laughs> and he went and he gave the uh, eulogy at Harvey's funeral on Wednesday. There was... Nothing in his play for five years to indicate he had a chance, and nothing in his play since. And that's when I decided there's something to this fate nonsense mm -hmm. you hear about. So. And then Tiger won it in 97 at 18 under par. Mm -hmm. wow. And shot 40 on the front nine the first day. Really? And we were kind of saying, what do you think of this place now, kid? There was a... Then he shot 30, and then he won it by 12 strokes. <laughs> <laughs> there was a year when Crenshaw was in contention on the last day. It was raining, and he faltered, and he mm -hmm. had the greatest quote in sports. What? Ben, what happened? I ran out of towels. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you could work a lot with that line. That's good. Wow. Yeah. That's good. I ran out of towels. He was always a... Um, he was... I would say among our uh, many guests that we had, uh, uh, Ben was one of our fine. Ben was always one of tough our fine but, guests. Tough, tough but, but fair. fair. Tough but fair. Everything tough but was fair. tough but fair. <laughs> this my third wife. She was tough but tough fair. Tough but fair. She was fair. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't somebody say that about you, Ricey? In all seriousness, didn't someone? Uh, was it uh, Mike Lynn? It was, might have been a playoff on the words because we had so much fun with it. Oh, on the okay. Show. I don't okay. Know. Tough but fair. I don't know. No. 
Uh, Herbie Brooks said he was tired of getting libeled by talented alcoholics. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking I said, of. Thank you. <laughs> the second one's in the, the 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 second part of that is indisputable. Oh. <laughs> you know? And the other one's an opinion. Thank you. Very one of much. the things I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you, I was flipping around because both of the games that were televised locally. Uh, early yesterday didn't really do much for me. The Pittsburgh game ended up turning into a decent game, but I was mesmerized at the pregame in Buffalo. Did you guys see what happened? No. They're playing Carolina. Carolina's kicker in warm-ups blew out his hamstring. Yes. They are Joe. They were trying out basically anybody that had our, ever our guy, kicked. Our guy Zilstra. Shane Zilstra uh, is from, out there. Or it wasn't Shane. It was, or was it his brother. The one who played a Mankato. Brandon. Oh, is it Brandon Zilster? Yeah, okay. Brandon and is from where? They're, I think they're both from Caledonia, aren't they? No, I don't think so. Oh, I'll, I can somewhere. look it up. But anyway, because apparently their punter is from Australia, so he had never place kicked before. Mm-hmm. And they were so desperate. They were, hey, that kid, Zilstra, did you kick in high school? Get over here. I saw Zilstra <laughs> average 40 yards per kickoff, but he did kick them. He just squibbed it. He just, yeah, he, he just, did. He just beat them, and then they'd. Then they didn't try any two point conversion. Shouldn't you, you know? You guys, they let you have fifty eight guys. Why don't you just have somebody else who can kick? Well, just the, in case. Well, who ended up kicking? No, uh, they didn't the, kick any points. They, they did. Went they for went two for two, two every time. And oh. the field goals, they didn't. Uh, That's a bit of advantage for the other team when they know. Well, yeah, it's it's third it. and six here. If we stop them, they're yeah. <laughs> they're not going to be able to kick a field goal. No, that is uh, that was weird, man. That was weird. That uh, I I don't know. There should somebody out there should you know? I go back to Lou the Tobrosa. Yeah, he you played too. left tackle yep. the whole game. <laughs> then he went out and kicked, and he was the toe for Cleveland. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's the, the the kicker of the year award goes to Lou Groza. Lou uh, the Tobrosa. <laughs> these guys, the kickers used to play Pat Summerall. He yeah, was a right. kicker, and he was a tight end for a years. The last few years, he just kicked, but it was not always thus that just the uh, kickers played. So we had another debate yesterday uh, when uh, suddenly, for us YouTube TV subscribers, oh, I saw your rant on Saturday. I am watching the Timberwolves take down the injured, slow-moving Lakers. And North Dakota State play James Madison, and they are simultaneously they're on, and they're both going to end a little after 11 because they both had late starts. At 11 Mm o'clock, ESPN disappears Hmm. from the the YouTube because it's a feud. Google owns YouTube, right, and YouTube Mm -hmm. TV now, and Disney owns Hulu, right, which would be served by because Hulu is probably number two as far as streaming, right? Probably. And and uh, so they're feuding with uh, all ABC outlets. Channel 5 disappeared. All ESPNs disappeared. Some other stuff. And they just, like two minutes after 11, you looked at your list of channels. They were gone already. <laughs> so now we're all in a panic, right? Well, you got to have ESPN, you know, to watch bad bowl games and stuff, right? So it came back yesterday, uh, yesterday, right? It was was about a 24-hour period. But in that period, 
I'm trying to figure out if you switch, do you have to change all your apps too? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have to then change the, or do they just automatically kick over? Because we got about eight different things. And people are sending me all these convoluted ways that I can preserve my. And I said. You wouldn't be good. At I that. said, I'm older than TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm older than TV and pizza. Right. Both TV and pizza. In I'm Minnesota. Older, I'm older in Minnesota. I'm older than. Yeah, there was pizza in Italy when I was born. No, pizza is an American invention, and, it is and, not and, Italian. In the early 50s. It's about the same age as TV. That's right. There was no such thing as pizza for at least night till 1954, right? 55. My first my exposure would have been about 57 or 8. Okay, yeah. And somebody went over to got a pizza and everybody stood around and looked at it. <laughs> what do we do now? What do you do with it? <laughs> yeah. this, people don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But pizza did not exist. No. Nope. There was Wasn't no pizza. that a segment at one point? Yes. Things Royce is older than older than pizza. <laughs> People, so I said, you guys are telling me all this stuff on Twitter. I said, I'm older than TV and pizza. And then it became a big argument as to whether I was actually older than pizza. But I am older than pizza. So I, I believe yeah. if you research it, you'd find that pizza is not Italian origin. No, I think you might be right. American. Mm-hmm. Having and been to Italy, I didn't see any pizza. I have not been to Italy, but uh, I, I don't. When you watch the, when you watch the uh, Italian Italy cooking shows once in a while, you don't see a lot of people talking about how good the pizza is. When you traveled to Italy, Joe, did you do what the Rook would have done and go to Burger King? Oh no, we found some, <laughs> we found some food. Okay. Ooh, I would. Uh, that's the trip. It's tough to beat a good Italian dish. The DA and I, before it's all over, would still like to go to Italy, but we've agreed too many hills. <laughs> It's pretty right? hilly. It's hilly, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. And you can't you can't stop some guy in a cab mm-hmm. and say, "Take me there." You know, like eight buildings up the street. You know, you can't. <laughs> you can't. That's. Uh, I rented a scooter. Did you? Uh-oh. Had a passenger. I'd be a little afraid. And I can't believe we didn't die. <laughs> they go fast, don't they? I mean, the bus had missed me by this much. And- <laughs> It was just, this is in Rome. It was yes. horrible. It yeah, was just... well, they got all the, their idea of, we got, what do we call it? The roundabouts. Yeah. Their roundabouts are, nobody waits for anybody, right? right. When you watch it, watch. But I mean, I mean, I'm in Rome. I got to do the Audrey Hepburn thing. Oh, with, sure. Uh, right. What's his face? The Vespa mm-hmm. deal, you know. And, and I live to tell about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's good, because yeah. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. How do you stay up on that one? You got, but you got the card on the side, right? Oh, you just had her. Yep, riding. Yep, holding on for dear life. Ooh, that was that had to be risky. Yep, and I had the shirt on that says, "If you can read this, she fell off." (laughs) (laughs) Did they? uh, Did they? uh, Was there any suggestions from the behind you as to what there was? How you were operating? There was shrieking. There was some shrieking. Oh man, yeah, I don't, I don't. I well, don't. you should have taken Kenny's advice that he gave us last week, of course, and that is the key to a really happy 
and successful relationship is to spend as much time apart as possible. Well, that's true. I don't think. <laughs> I don't disagree. I told you. <laughs> Harry Carey had the perfect solution. He lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. His wife lived in St. Louis. And then they met in the winter in Palm Springs. That's perfect. <laughs> you know, what the hell, you know. You get, you're apart for, and then Harry had spring training, too, right, right. So without the wife, down in uh, Scottsdale and places like that. So you're separated for eight months, and then you get together in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. That sounds, in the winter. That it's, sounds it's... like a terrific thing. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like There's no that. more booming area than that desert area. Oh, just they keep where they're they keep going oh, out. They're right? damn near in Arizona. Yeah, not uh, not when you a little bigger than when you went out to see Mock. When I went to see Mock, I think Mock would have been Rancho Mirage was, was about as east as they it. went. Yeah, probably as far yeah. as they went back then. Stood in the house, wouldn't <laughs> let me in. <laughs> God almighty. He says, you don't look good. I said, I don't feel good. He said, well, you're standing out there. <laughs> Somebody said to me, I, I, I on Twitter said something about mock my, oh, I said something about, this isn't a slump for the wild. It's a snag. It's a snag. It's because of mock, it's a snag. Yeah. Somebody said mock strikes me as a guy like Bernsey or Boost Boudreaux. That would let off the stream of f bombs, and he didn't really. Not really. Did. Once in a while, he'd yeah. drop one, but yeah. he did not. Then, and I pointed out the key to success with Mock was to be patient. Yeah, you got to wait for the answer because he was formulating. He was formulating. He was formulating, yeah. and never, you know, Molitor was a little like that uh, as a player. He was he would formulate his answer, but boy, those you don't find many of those guys. Not in any area do you find people formulating their answer, right? No. And uh, he was a. That's what made him great. I said, if he took two heat, two hits off the heater, between the question and the answer, you were going to get a world class response. Oh, you'd get a thorough answer. <laughs> yes, a world class response. How long did it take him to say, after you said, "Who's Gabby Hartman?" Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he pause or there was, was a pause? A pause, and, and he, he kind of did one of these deals where he looked around and <laughs> all the other writers to make sure yeah. they'd heard the did, question. Did you hear this? <laughs> I can't remember what his answer what did he was. Said, isn't that the first time he says he's ours and we're not trading? No, he him? said no. that about living, living, not me. Yeah. No, no, something about I think it endeared me to him. Oh, he's, God, yeah. Because he, he couldn't believe I was such that stupid. He was, was going to help you. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. willing to help yeah. you. He always got along great with his local media. Yeah, he did. It's uh, the guys in Philadelphia, the hardest town in the world, loved him, mm-hmm. even though he blew the pennant in 64. So we got a click tonight between the Bears and the Wilds. The oh, Wilds I didn't even think Dallas. of that. They Wild are. is playing in Dallas. Yeah, you don't have to click along with the Vikings. You don't yes, think so, yeah, huh? I, See that everyone listening now is going, "Oh my God!" Why yeah. does Pat why do did this Pat again? Say yeah, this? but I, after seeing Detroit <laughs> some yesterday, hey, they won. We're lucky. They we're lucky. The Vikes split with them. Yeah, they, they won. They beat they Arizona. Look, I killed them. I know a guy that put a bet. He always does a ten game parlay. Mm-hmm. I don't think he won, but he did pick Detroit to not only cover but to win the game wow. yesterday. 
Well, he should have just, if he believed that, he should have just bet it straight. But I think it was one of those deals where if he put down 10, that 10 game parlay or whatever it was was going to win him, you know, 30 grand or whatever okay. because of the because he had picked Detroit to w- to win outright. Was that in Detroit? Yes, it was. How did that happen? I don't th- I mean, I didn't Arizona's think they were going to win. better than the Vikings. But I no, I don't think that. I don't think you Arizona's don't think so? that good. No. Oh. Well, the Vikings should have beat him. No, I know, but, but I, I just I don't think Arizona's that good. They're a playoff team, but I don't think they're one of the best. Kyler teams in the Murray NFC. overrated. You think so? It makes two dumb. Two he dumb, does throw two or three dumb yeah, plays a game. He does. Yeah. What about right. this kid for the Bears? Is he any good? Field? Justin uh, Fields. Jury's still nah, out. If 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 this was the old NFL, he would have sat for two years and been yeah. ready to play his third year. But excuse me, that's good. That's why that? I think the Vikings will God, win. That was a massive. Yes, it was. That wasn't a diet coke either. I don't know. I haven't you don't even had one, one with you. If we were, that was a storm reading. That might have been an F five. Yeah, yeah, it was a big one. That Zimmer was, is uh, pretty good against rookie quarterbacks, though. I don't think he's ever lost to a rookie quarterback, or he's had a really good record against them in any. Way. I think if if they manage to lose, this will go down in Soldier Field. Crapola history. I know they've had some horrible losses there, but generally those have been based on the quarterback being bad. Jim Miller and Chad Hutchinson and guys like oh, that. God, Chad but Hutchinson. this is a bad team. They're they're three and nine, right? Three and nine. If they do lose the Bears now, you think Nagy's gone tomorrow? Well, I don't think they're going to bother because supposedly there's a story out today they're going to blow him and the GM out. Ryan, oh, okay. Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Another bear rebuilding project. Boy, it's been a while for them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did well. well, they were in the, weren't they in the NFC Championship game? When a was that? A few years ago, Lovey was in it, right? Well, oh, they played there? the Packers. They played. The, they hosted the Packers in there, but that was 2010, I suppose. So that was no. A while they've ago. been in one ever one time since then, but both times they went in with no offense, really. So anyway, so uh, Christmas. Everybody ready to roll? I'm ready. Pat, my house has turned into Christmas Central uh, at my place. We so had to. Uh, we are very. Prepared. We had to assemble the grandchildren's gifts the other day and put them in two piles. And the the girl had some, the granddaughter had some really big gifts. The bears are four and nine. Four and nine. Yes, sir. They had some, some really big gifts that were not that much more expensive than the grandsons. But visually, it looked like she was having a bonanza and he was having, you know, he was having this little one. So we had to find a couple of bigger gifts to go in the pile for the grandson, even though financially he wasn't being shortchanged, visually he was being shortchanged. Well, so they he, measure the piles. No, yes, <laughs> I miss the old scramble though, when there used to be a bunch of nieces and nephews, and they they would just couldn't wait to they they had zero interest in what the other person, other kid was opening. Oh, I know. Zero interest. Right. That's I think. I think greed is good when it comes to Christmas. I like to see greedy. This idea that you sit around and how do the how do the uh, Reavers boys? Greed do is it? good. Yeah, the there Reavers is a little boy. bit of comparison, but she does. A, sorry, she and Santa do a pretty good job of trying to balance between the two, so that they each get an equal amount. She's mm-hmm. she's pretty good about that. But I was telling Joe and Kenny earlier that the youngest one now, whatever he does, 
It's just to alienate his older brother. We were playing three-man Uno over the weekend, and he'll reverse it to me knowing I'm going to win. I said, buddy, just to agitate his brother. I don't know what three-man Uno is, but... We but only I, play with three people. You usually play with two or four or whatever. I, uh, I like that. I think that's good. Oh, yeah. It's good and healthy. You know, they're not, they're, uh, two boys are not supposed to get along until, no. they get to, until they get to an age where they have to keep secrets from the parents. Right. That's when they, gotta when, they got, when they start playing tomball, that's when they're going to be drinking buddies, right? Well, no. When they're, not, <laughs> when they're 15-year-old high school guys. Yeah, that's true. They, that's when he's got to have the 13-year-old on his side. Hey, right? don't tell Dad, bud. No, no. <laughs> I always tell my two tattletales, you know, there's going to be a time. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep secrets, and it isn't that far away. <laughs> Your parents are not entitled to know everything, you know. <laughs> Grandfatherly advice. That's right. How many? you still got a bunch of Santa fans, right? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a great Christmas card, but I had no idea you had 10 until I started counting. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Man alive. That's pricey. Yeah, I'll be seeing them all on... Uh... <laughs> coming up here. Seeing them all at Christmas gathered around the tree. we see them all coming up here pretty shortly. <laughs> Where's Papa Joe? Well, he's out in the garage again. <laughs> all right. Well, at least... At least they all come to your place. There you are. That's place. right. That's, that's the good news. That's the good news. Happy New Year. Merry, Merry New Year. Merry that's right. Merry Christmas, right. everybody. We'll yeah. see you later. Stay away from the crone, man. Stay away from the crone. That ain't good. What's the crone? Oh, Omicron. Omicron. Oh, the crone. The crone. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. The Canopy Group is an insurance agency that is unique by offering 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Listen, this is the holiday season. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this year was fruitcake made by one person's fruitcake? Boy, that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? That's like having one agent representing one company as your insurance option. Meanwhile, your neighbor creates an exchange with 40 family members. They have a variety of desserts, fudge, cutouts, gingerbread, all that good stuff. The Canopy Group knows it is all about options. That's why their insurance agents offers these 16 companies. They have 40 licensed agents working behind the scenes to ensure you always have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, Canopy clients' average savings annually is over $800. This holiday season, don't get stuck with the fruitcake. Get options with the Canopy Group. 
800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you.